Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with intuitive life coach, Dave Shep. Dave pulls from his corporate experience and a bit of new age woo-woo to help you find your own personal power and step up to lead others. Listen in for help merging your physical, emotional, and spiritual life to reach your full potential and live your passion. Let's get started. Here is your host, Dave Shep. Hi, leaders, and how is everyone today? Thank you so much for being here. It's another great week. As usual, I just want to say welcome to my show. I'm grateful that you're here. I've been really excited about this show because dun, 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 I wrote a book and I'm really excited about it. So currently my book is available on my website or on Amazon. Um, I'm working to get it in some of the bigger independent bookstores as well as Barnes & Noble. So hopefully in the future we will see that as well. But the book is called You Are a Gift to the World, Learn How to Be Your Own Hero. That's the subtitle. So again, You Are a Gift to the World by Dave Shep. And the subtitle is Learn How to Be Your Own Hero. So just from that title alone, I think that many of you want to own it. (laughs) At least that's what I'm hoping. I think many of you who listen to me regularly know that I say a lot that I am a gift to the world. And one thing about my life coaching and about my style and about my my one-year program and everything that I do is I teach you to love yourself as much as I love myself. And when I started to love myself, that's when I realized that I truly am a gift to the people around me, to my family, uh, to the world. And with this book, I'm hoping that I provide tips and strategies and scenarios and exercises that something in it will resonate so that you will feel that way about yourself. You know, the very first chapter is called Your Uniqueness is Your Power. And and I stand by that in, in a lot of ways because what makes you unique, what makes you different from everybody else is truly, truly your power. Because for myself, I'm really good at empathy. I'm really good at hearing what people are saying, even though, even though they're not saying it, you know, I, I can kind of see the emotions as colors sometimes. And it's really kind of interesting. And I can tell when someone is in pain, I can tell when someone is hurting and I can tell when someone is lying and not giving me everything that I need in order to talk to them. Um, and it's kind of interesting because as, as I continue to pull stuff out or I continue to be like, well, you know, evidently you're not serious about working with me because you're not telling me the whole story. And I've said that many times. And then it comes out to, okay, you know, this is it. So they tell me what's unique about them. And that uniqueness about me is something that gives me strength. And it's one of my strengths. And I talk about that and I have a chapter called Understand Your Strengths. And I do talk about that too. But 
your uniqueness, the things that makes you unique is kind of like a superpower, you, you know, no, no matter what it is. And it can be something, you know, that, that everybody else has that, that you just do better, or it can be something completely off the wall that you're like, wow, what use is this? I guarantee if it's your superpower, if it's, if it's what makes you unique and incredible, then there is a use for it. And there is a way to monetize it. There's a way to work in a field of it. There's a way to make a career of it. All of these things that you are your uniqueness that is unique about you and makes you unique and gives you strength is something that is your power and your superpower that you can be your own hero. But a lot of times people just aren't comfortable in their own skin. And so what happens is, is they know that they have this strength or they know that this is good about them, but they think it's not going to be accepted by the people that they care about. Uh, or they're just like, I don't know that that's not for me, whatever. But because you're just not comfortable in your own skin, you never truly embrace this strength and you don't embrace the uniqueness. And that's something that I'd really like to, to make sure, um, you know, in, in this book I talk about, you know, what makes you comfortable in your own skin? What makes you not comfortable? What is it that we could do that you could truly accept yourself and start loving yourself so much that you start respecting yourself. And, and that's a, a really big deal is to be able to respect yourself like that. It makes a difference in your life. And it lets people know that you are enough. You know, and that needs to be your new mantra. Um, and, you know, I love who I am. I need you to love yourself so much that you love who you are. You know, a self-concept is made up by judgments that sometimes aren't accurate. And self-esteem and low self-confidence impact that. So I don't want you to have to suffer from depression or anxiety because it's self-inflicted and you're thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm not whatever. It's just, it's bullshit because you have to, to be okay with being happy and confident and courage and content. But most of all, you have to be work, feel worthy of that. You know, a higher self-esteem is linked to a lot of good things in your life. Interpersonal development, higher academic achievement, everything. But it all starts with you. You have to, to realize that if your self-worth and self-confidence is low, if your inner voice is being a total dick to you all the time, we got some work to do. Part of that, part of the thing that makes people this way is they fail to put themselves first in things. Because if you put yourself first, you're being told by society that you're selfish or it's a form of narcissism. And I find that to be total bullshit. And there's a lot of people that put themselves first and they are kind and compassionate and they do very well in this world because they, they know how to take time for themselves. They know how to decompress. They know how to make themselves first when it comes to spending money on themselves so that they can be successful with additional training, additional education, you know, resources that they buy themselves so that they can get their word out and spread their word out. But you have to have a relationship with yourself and put your needs first 
before anyone else's. And I talk about that in one of my chapters. It's, it's extremely important that you take time for yourself or you're eventually going to just wear yourself down. You're going to run down. You're going to be exhausted. And then you're not going to be able to help those around you. It's important to remember that you have your own goals, your own aspirations, and you have to maintain a healthy balance with life and those around you in order to make your dreams come true. I meet so many parents who put their children's needs first. They're running all over town. They're doing everything they can to make their children happy and successful, but they're not taking care of themselves. So they are not good role models to their children because all their children think of them is that they don't, you know, they're just here to serve them. They're here to support them. The children love them, but they don't see them as powerhouses that are going out there and taking on the world. You know, I, I know of a 19-year-old that I was talking to just a few weeks ago, and he says, my mom was incredible. I had an incredible childhood, but I'm sad because she did everything for me. She never did anything for herself. She never went on dates. She never went out with her girlfriends. She never took vacations, but she made sure that I got to every game. She made sure that I went to every boot camp. She made sure that I went everywhere that I needed to go, but she never did anything for herself. And now that I'm 19 and she's free and she's able to, she's too sick to do any of that stuff. And he feels horrible because he feels like he's to blame that she ran herself down. And that's not true. It's not his fault. Okay. It's not anybody's fault that you run yourself down. If you're not spending time for yourself every day, if you're not taking time to refocus, if you're not taking time on what's important to you, rewarding your achievements, uh, giving yourself alone time, that's on you, nobody else. And there is no quick fix. You have got to take care of yourself in every possible way, mentally, physically, and spiritually, so that you're not so stressed that you get sick. Because if that's the case, if you're not eating right, if you're not taking vacations, if you're not taking breaks, how are you going to be a grandparent to your children? kids. You're not going to be able to get down on the floor and play with them because you're not healthy and fit and successful enough to be able to do that because you always put other people first. And, and I want to see you do better than that. If you're in a relationship and you put your spouse first, eh, that's wrong. Okay. You and your spouse are equal partners, but you both need to put yourself first and then you both need to make sure that you have enough compassion to, take, to also take care of each other. But the reason that you can take care of each other is because you are strong. That's what makes a good relationship. I've been with Pete for 32 years. We both take our alone time. We both just sit and veg. We both do our meditations. We both have our own life. But also, we are totally there for each other. We, we are each other's support system. There is nothing that the other one needs that, that we're each not there for each other. But it's because we're both so strong because we know who we are. We know what we're doing and taking care of ourselves that we can be there for each other. And, and that's what I need you to think about and take that very seriously. Another chapter of my book is I talk about you are not defined by your past. Because I think a lot of people hold themselves back 
when they look at themselves through their mind's eye and they just see all, you know, they're ashamed of what they've done and, and they think that there's no way that they can overcome the problems of their past. You know, I'm in my late twenties. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've, I've gone down some dark pathways. So my thirties, forties and fifties are ruined. No, it's bullshit. If you made so many mistakes in your twenties, then they're life lessons. And now you know what not to do. Now you know that you need to figure out and problem solve what you can do to be the kind of person that you want to be. Because evidently the decisions that you're making have not been good and you're going down this pathway. So let's start making some better decisions and let's change your life by forgiving yourself for what you've done. That's another big thing that I run into is like, I'm stuck. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I don't have a, the career that I want, but I deserve this because I made so many mistakes and I've hurt so many people. The fact that you're saying that says that you have remorse and you can be very compassionate to others, but you're not being compassionate to yourself. And that's what I need you to do because when you realize that you're not defined by your past, it lets you embrace what makes you different and then start using that to your advantage. And, and that's really, really important because when you embrace who you are, you, you own it and you live it proudly. But you have to not be so judgmental about, about your life. I have a, I have a friend and, and I have to say that I love him a lot, but we don't really hang out much anymore because he's very subtle in certain ways where it feels like he doesn't agree with some of my choices. Like, it's like, I know he loves me and I know he supports me, but he'll make random comments um, about me being gay or random comments about uh, me not being as fit as he is. And it's not that he's like being overtly mean, but he'll say things like, well, if it were me, I couldn't do it. You know, how could you not, you know, how could you be a, a, a man and not love a woman? You know, he, he'll say things like that. And he says it so off the cuff and off, off the wall that he's like saying it with compassion, trying to be nice. But, but no, he's not accepting me for who I am. And he's not loving me for who I am and, and my choices. and. I personally don't have time for that bullshit. So I've distanced myself from him. And that's what you do. When you have someone who's toxic in your life, who doesn't judge or doesn't not judge, or what am I trying to say? If you have someone in your life who's judging you, fuck them. I'm being dead serious because you do enough damage to yourself by judging yourself. So you don't need other people to judge you as well, especially someone that you love and someone that you care about. So my friendship has changed because I'm not willing to let someone be passively mean to me. And I'm at a point in my life where I definitely don't let anybody who's being overtly mean to me in my life. And I'm at a point right now where if anybody's being passively mean, they're gone too. I do not tolerate that shit. I've had conversations. I've asked him to stop. He's not stopping. So, okay. 
I'm just going to see you less and less. And I haven't seen him in a while now. And it's a shame. But I am not going to let anyone judge me. And I'm not going to take ownership of that. And if that's their own prejudices, if that's their own feelings about themselves, they need to work on that and not with me. So I want you to do that as well. I want you to not let other people define who you are. I want you to be who you are. I want you to own it proudly because there's no one like you in the universe. You are your own person with your own style and your own personality. So I need you to just be confident with who you are. And that's a lot of, I mean, hell, that's like four or five chapters of my book. I was just kind of, re, you know, as I just said all that, I'm looking at it. They literally are my, the, the topics of my chapters. That's hysterical. You know, I have a good ability to stay positive and feel good about myself and feel good about my choices. Because when I look in the mirror, I truly do see my own best friend. There is nothing that I wouldn't do for myself. There's nothing that is holding me back. Every time that I'm sitting there thinking of how much I love myself, I smile even more and more. And I have a chapter called How to Be Your Own Best Friend. I talk about it. And it, it's, it makes me feel really good. It's a daily choice that I choose that my will is stronger than any negativity or any judgment that I have within myself. There are times where my inner critic is kind of loud. He's been a douche in the past, but not in the last couple of years, not in the last three years, you know, somewhere around there, because I completely stopped beating myself up and just became my own best friend. And I realized how much I love myself. And now instead of an inner critic, I got an inner cheerleader and it's like, damn, you can do this. Oh my God. You know, when my book launched, it was, I, I literally, I couldn't s stop smiling yesterday. And, and people were talking to me and they're just like, why are you smiling? And it's like, cause my book is out. I worked so hard to get this out. I worked so hard to be who I am. And I wanted to share that with people. The journey that I went on in order to be a gift to the world in my own eyes, I want to share that. And that's what this book is about. There's stories in here. There's tips in here. There's exercise in here about how you can find this balance and how you can find this peace and how you can stop allowing other people to direct your act actions. You know, I talk about the feelings and emotions that make you feel depressed or angry or anxious or confused and then how to put a, get a handle on them. And then how your relationships with other people will improve dramatically when your relationship with yourself improves. When you are not in pain, you will not cause pain. Does that make sense? Because there's a lot of times that there's some real assholes out there that come at you <laughs> and you're like, God damn, what the fuck is going on with them? But literally they're just in so much pain that they want you to feel as bad as they do because that's all that they know 
how to do it. The only way that they can make themselves feel better is if everybody in the room feels as bad as they do. You know, that victim complex, the, the whining, the complaining, the how are you? And then you get this 15 minute rebuttal and it's like, I really just was asking to be polite. I don't want to care, really care or want to know. <laughs> and that's the truth. You need to be that way because you need to shut that behavior down because it's not productive. I'll stop someone mid-sentence and say, okay, so you tell me everything that's wrong. What's what's right? And they're like, oh, nothing is right. I'm like, I'm like really? Because you have a job that pays over $100,000 a year. You have a brand new car. You have a wife at home that loves you. You have kids. You have an education. Nobody's shooting at you. You're not hungry. You're warm. Yet nothing's right. You're an idiot. Okay? And, and that's, you got to think of, of what that means because it's true. You've got to be grateful for what you have and you need to understand that you can't just be a victim all the time and, and it, it sucks. Stop telling people how bad your life is and start working on yourself so that you can improve your situation. Perfectionism is a bitch. You don't need to be perfect. You just need to be you. You need to be unique. You need to learn how to be happy in your own skin and you need to learn to trust yourself. When you learn to trust yourself, it's incredible. When you forgive yourself, it's incredible. When you become your own best friend, it's amazing. And when you start loving yourself, holy shit, it's like the days just can't get any better. You sleep so peacefully. You feel so grounded. You look at your outward appearance in the mirror and you're like, damn, I'm fucking sexy. Because the one thing I put in my book is confidence is sexy. And it really is. So when you stop comparing yourself to someone else or who you see on social media, because it's easy to look at other people's and think, wow, they're doing so well. I wish my life was like that. But that's not true at all because when you take a step back and see the true story is when you realize that they're just as messed up as you are, <laughs> but that's okay. We are a world of messed up human beings, but as long as we try to be good, try to do good, have compassion for others. And we realize that nobody's better than anybody that we're all connected, that we're all the same. That's what makes feeling that you love yourself so special because no amount of money can fix depression or anxiety or addiction. It is, it's not something you just throw money at fix, but you can change your perception and your attitude about yourself and get help with the things that you, that you're struggling with in order to fix those things. But it's a commitment that you have to make to yourself so that you can find that balance. You know, balance is the key to a happy life. My next book that's due out in December in November is called Discover Your Soul Cube. And the Soul Cube is something that I kind of discovered that really makes you feel like you are in control of your life because it's you live a life of balance. And I'm going to have a future episode on that topic. 
did a future episode on my, my other book. So I want to kind of stick with this one for now. But the balanced lifestyle and the things that you could do to be at peace with yourself because you're balanced is amazing. A lot of times people can get balanced with just a simple thing as a morning routine. And a lot of people don't understand the importance of a morning routine and an evening routine before bed. It's, it's really funny. I had a, I have a friend that I know that he, he practices something called high magic and he says, you know how when you watch the TV show Cribs and they always do that uh, that stupid comment when you go to the bedroom, like, yeah, this is where the magic happens. And he's like, well, all, all, of, all of the magic that I do with high magic, I do in my bedroom and night, uh, as part of my nightly ritual. So I can honestly say that my bedroom is where the magic happens. And I, I thought that was hysterical when he told me that the other day. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where your routines, your morning routine and your evening routine are are pretty, pretty special. You know, you, you can make changes. You, you know, you can make lists. You can get, get more organized. Purge. You know, stop saying yes. Stop living your life for other people. If you can do all of those things, then you really will have a much better life because it is more balanced. And then when you're balanced, you start to, to hear yourself talk you you start to listen to yourself and you start listening to your gut and then you start trusting yourself because when you love yourself you trust yourself and when you can trust your gut and you're making decisions based on what your gut's telling you they're a lot more in alignment with who you are and what you're doing so when you love yourself and you trust yourself so i have a chapter called the importance of listening to your gut You know, it's just, it's true. And I give you tips and techniques in there to learn how to do that. Understanding what your self-care needs are in your life is extremely important because once you understand that, then you can share your gifts with others. And when you share your gifts with others, you're making them stronger. You're making them better. You make them shine. And that is really, really important to make you feel good because you're proud of yourself. And when you're proud of yourself, even when you're, when you made a mistake, when you're feeling down, when you're confused about something, but you're still proud of yourself, it's an amazing, it's amazing. I mean, I've pulled some boneheaded, made some boneheaded decisions this year. And I'm like, geez, why did I do that? You know, I'm thinking to myself, I actually trusted my God. That came out bad. But it's great, though, because I learned something. I learned from the mistake. I learned from the lesson. I didn't beat myself up. I'm just, okay, I won't do that again. And so I'm a much better person because I made so many mistakes. And the reason I can admit that is because I'm authentic. And being authentic is, is really important. I actually have a free class on my website. It's a free five-day email course at daveshep.com. Uh, I highly recommend it. I, I really do. I have a chapter of the book about the importance of authenticity. 
but taking this class, um, I've had people who told me that their life has changed because of this class. And that's a bold statement. But what they realized is that they were not being authentic. They were not being who they are to themselves, let alone other people. And this was something that, that was really important to them. So they're trying to, to, to do this. So check out that free class. Another chapter of the book is just the importance of permitting yourself to take care of your needs before those around you. Permission, I mean. The importance of giving yourself permission. That's a hard one. Because we don't give ourselves permission to take care of ourselves. We Again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. It makes us feel like we're, we're being selfish, but we're not. You know? I want you to think of it that you need you need to have more compassion to yourself. You need to take care of yourself because if you are not strong, you can't help others. You need to have the resources to help the people in life that you want to help. You need to have the resources to do the things that you want to do. You want to have the resources to travel around the world to do the things that you want to do. That all starts with loving you. That all starts with forgiving you. That all starts with accepting you. That all starts with being compassionate to yourself. And this book is going to teach you how to do that. I really want this book to inspire you while you're reading it, but I want you, I want it to inspire you more when you're done with it. And then you take action on it. It's a book about self-discovery and self-love. You know, I want you to overcome the social programming through self-awareness. And and that's a big one. I need you to become self-aware and ask the right questions and know that people who have been dead for hundreds of years do not get to dictate what your life is like. And that's a lot of what society does sometimes is you have this expectation of this is how your life is supposed to be. No, your life is what you make it. But I want you to do it by being compassionate. Start with yourself. If you can have compassion with yourself, you can definitely have compassion with others. From birth, we're led to believe that we should only do what others want us to do. We're taught that we're here just to make others happy and accept whatever comes our way. As we grow up, society tells us that we should do what others want us to do and not necessarily what's right for us. My book is going to help you discover how precious you are, and it's going to help you to remember that the world needs you just like you are because of your uniqueness. Because if you can't shine your light in the world, then there will be no light in the world. And that is what I want for you. And that's what I want for the world. Okay. So I hope you guys check the book out. Um, I have it on Amazon and there's like a look inside feature where you can read the first couple of chapters. It's available in print. It's available in ebook. 
on on Amazon. Um, if you got Kindle Unlimited, then it's free. You can read it. Um, you can go to my website and buy it, and I will autograph it and mail it to you from my website. Um, but yeah, I did it. I wrote a book. I'm so I'm so freaking proud of myself, and I'm proud of you. And I do want to read one thing from it real quick, and it's the dedication page. So dedication. I dedicate this book to all of you who are reading it. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. And I mean that sincerely. So I dedicate this book to you. Thanks for listening today. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with Dave Shep. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you know someone searching for their life purpose, be sure to tell them about the show. Find Dave at Facebook.com slash Dave Shep Consult and on Instagram at Dave Shep Consulting or visit the website at www.daveshepconsulting.com. We'll be right back.